Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good afternoon, everybody. How are you? You ready to talk Kings? You ready to talk NFL with the game tonight? Another week of the NFL to discuss. And we start with Ryan and Sacktown, and we talk about the Kings. One game left tonight against the Jazz, and then they do it for real on Wednesday in Utah against Salt Lake City. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I, I guess I should salute, too. Hello. <laughs> What's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's man? that time of year, man. It's like this is where everything's going on. We got uh, the baseball playoffs with uh, the Diamondbacks pretty much at a must-win situation here. Of course, the American League with the Astros trying to even up their series at 2-2. But I think most of the people in our audience really want to talk about the Kings. And I'll tell you, I know it was a preseason game, but that game last night was a lot of fun. Steph Curry is just – I mean, the guy is unbelievable. I mean, he, is he just still just absolutely – does he not take your breath away? The guy's incredible. Grant, I can't think of another guy that continues to get better. At that level, he gets better, it seems like, every single year. The guy works so hard at his game, and it's so evident. But, uh, yeah, Curry has no signs of slowing down. But last night, for all uh, all purposes, was a dress rehearsal for both teams. They yep. played it like a regular season game. Almost. They didn't have Draymond Green in the lineup. Fair. I mean, but the Kings did. And again, you and I talked about this a lot last year, and this is true of a lot of teams in the NBA, but not all teams. Last night, the Kings shot 30% from downtown. When the Kings don't shoot the ball well from the perimeter, they really can't win. And last night was a perfect example. I know it's preseason. The Kings should not have lost that game last night. And what happened in the fourth quarter? They gave up 40 points in a fourth. How many times last year did you and I come on our show talking about how the Kings gave up a 40-plus point quarter? Uh, too many times, Grant. And it's one of those things that it's a tendency with this team now. And it's going to happen, especially with the pace that they play. But, you know, 40 points in a quarter, way too much, especially if you're not shooting the ball at that high clip like yep. the Kings sometimes do. Um, there's little things here and there, Grant, you know, in terms of the shooting, one thing I would point out is the Kings are not running a lot of dribble handoffs right now in the preseason. So that affects kind of their motion and their flow. They're trying some other things out. So look for that percentage to go up as they get more comfortable in what they know. All right. A lot of people were excited to see Sasha Vizankov. I don't see him playing a lot at the beginning of the season. Do you? I don't. His defense right now is a liability, Grant. And then also... It's it's really bad. He is a pretty good rebounder. He's a crafty rebounder. I've been impressed there. But spacing, just getting to know the guys, that's going to take some time. And it's so evident. You are mu much more on point about where Sasha's at in his game versus expectations that a lot of fans have. All right, Kevin Herter, fourth quarter. Is Mike Brown going to really be able to have him on the floor in fourth quarter? He's had a terrible preseason. Yeah, Kevin has had a bad preseason, but again, I'm going to go back to the fact that they're not running the dribble handoff a lot. You know, a lot of the shots. That's true. That Kevin Very good observation. Come off of that dribble handoff. And when the second team's running pick and roll, Kevin's not in there as much. So I think Kevin, time for concern if he's not shooting well once the Kings do what they do. But I don't think Mike Brown knows who's going to be on that or on the floor at that time in the game yep. coming up when the regular season starts. 
Uh, we're very excited. Jerry Reynolds is going to be joining us a lot this year. He'll do our Wednesday segment at 4 o'clock every week, and then he'll be joining us a lot during halftimes and when the team is on the uh, East Coast and Central Time Zone, some post-game shows. So Jerry will be joining uh, us right here. And if you're interested in sponsoring, drop us a line, right? All you need to do is uh, send an email to me, and I will be more than happy to respond to you. Uh, just go to Napier at gmail.com. Drop me an email, gnapier at gmail.com, if you want to be a sponsor for the segments involving uh, Jerry Reynolds. And again, he'll be on every Wednesday at 4 o'clock, and then he'll be on a lot during halftime and uh, some post-game shows as well. So we're really excited about that. It's going to be a lot of fun having Jerry on. Can't wait for another yep. season with him. All right. I, I know that a lot of people want to talk about Harrison Barnes. Again, he was invisible last night. And he's that type of a player. When he gets it going, he carries the team on some nights. But then there are those times when he goes into these inexplicable disappearing acts. And I'm not going to blow it out of proportion in the preseason. But the Harrison Barnes that we saw last night, that can't be the Harrison Barnes that we see next week. It can't be the same Harrison, but we need to also temper our expectations with Harrison Barnes, especially with what the Kings are looking to get out of Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray took 18 shots last night, and those yep. have got to come from somebody else. And Harrison's one of those guys that they're likely going to come from. So Harrison just needs to keep doing the small things. And, you know, he's still that guy, Grant, I feel comfortable going to when the Kings need a shot to break a run. Keegan taking too many threes for you, or are you okay with that? Uh, I'm okay with it because it's in combination with him putting the ball on the floor, something we didn't see a lot last year. All right. So we've had a look now with one more game tonight. How do you look at the way Mike Brown is utilizing JaVale McGee coming off the bench? What, what, what do you, now that we've, we've seen him a lot over the years, it's not like he's a new player, but with this team and the way Mike Brown's using him, what are your thoughts? One word, horrible. Absolutely okay. horrible. JaVale McGee is not Demonis Sabonis, okay? No. He is not dribble handoff guy. He is not the type of center you are running your offense through. There's a reason there's only two centers that play the style that Sabonis and the Joker play because they're that special of players. Yep. And M McGee needs to be a guy that is a pick and roll guy. Bread and butter with Malik Monk. JaVale's extremely good with his footwork on the pick and roll. And he's a guy that needs to be down low, opening things up. And even if he's not opening up shots for himself or somebody else, open up that rebounding lane because you know he's going to get more attention than anybody else on the roster when he's on the floor. All right, a couple of observations. And again, I want to caution that this is just based on preseason. And a lot of the veterans don't go full tilt in preseason. That's just the way it is. When I look at this version of this team, I don't really see any difference from last year in terms of defense. To me, defensively, they're still going to have issues. And the way they're going to win on most nights is just flat out, roll the ball out and outscore the other team. Because I just don't see this team getting enough stops in close games. I thought last night was a perfect example. It was, Grant, and we can't expect the world on defense from the Kings this season, but I think two things that are realistic, if they can do, it will greatly improve the defense that we saw from last year. Staying in front of the ball, stopping the ball, playing the pick and rolls a little bit yeah. better, and the second thing, Grant's transition defense. They only The Kings only turned the ball over 13 times last night, and the Warriors had 22 points off of those turnovers. That's far too much. They've got to get back yeah. in transition with the high rate that they play at. 
Davion Mitchell offensively had his best game last night, and that's good to see. I mean, you can't expect that every night, but if he can just be an adequate to good offensive player, then that's fine because his defense is so good that yeah. you can get a, you can get by with just average offense, but it's got to be there on a consistent level. Yeah, and you know what? Davion's grown a little bit through this postseason last night. Huge game from behind the three-point line, as you said. You know, Grant, he only had five games last year with multiple three-pointers, which seems kind of crazy when you think about it with how much this team shoots the three-ball. But Davion, if he can just make two or three a night and he can initiate the offense just a little bit better than he did before, that's going to grow leaps and bounds for that second unit when De'Aaron Fox is not on the floor. Want to welcome uh, Blazona Development, our newest sponsor right here to If You Don't Like That. And their newest project is in Calusa right now, Sunrise Landing. If you go to calusasunrise.com, you can check out all of the models available and everything about their new project. Again, calusasunrise.com, Sunrise Landing. Uh, courtesy of Blazona Development. Really happy that they're going to be joining us throughout the basketball season and hopefully beyond. Uh, again, check it out. Just go to calusasunrise.com. All right, so opening night on Wednesday, Mike Brown said, you know, he would see how the guys feel today leading into the back-to-back. What do you expect tonight against the Jazz? You think he's going to try to utilize this as, hey, we're going to have to play back-to-backs during the regular season. We need to get used to it. Uh, or do you think he kind of pulls the reins back a little bit? Grant, I hope not. I hope he pulls the reins back, especially seeing that you're going to have Utah and Golden State in the first two games. And I think you I have agree. Golden State in the first uh, in the first few weeks of the season, three times, I want to say. So you got to give the guys rest, especially Fox, Sabonis. Wrap them in bubble wrap. You know what you're going to get. The first teams looked pretty good in the preseason. Let the young guys get some run. I've seen some comments about Colby Jones. Let him get yep. some more time in there. Um, I let JaVale anchor that second unit, maybe even anchor the first unit tonight and uh, just let those guys go and let them have fun and uh, get healthy for the regular season. That's most important. All right. We got a couple of questions. Grant, how long do you think it will take for Sasha to adapt to the NBA's playing style? He's looked underwhelming during preseason so far. Again, I've talked about this for months, Ryan, that I've talked to several scouts, three in particular, that cover European basketball. And they said that he's nothing special that he's just going to be a role player. So I think what happens is when you come in with the moniker of MVP of the EuroLeague, everybody thinks, oh, Luka Doncic. It's not Luka Doncic. Now, I think, again, he's going to get better as the season goes along. But, Ryan, we're not talking about a 21 or 22-year-old. This kid's 20, man is 28 years old, right? Yeah. So I would think his learning curve would be shorter than a one-and-done or a, a, a two-year player coming out of college. So I would hope that his ability to move up the ladder would go quicker than someone that's, you know, 19, 20 or 21. Sure. He's a professional EuroLeague MVP. Um, I would also add to that grant. I think the learning curve should be a little bit shorter for Sasha because this is about as good of a situation for his style of play that he could Excellent. be walking into. You know, Malik Monk, we're going to talk about the second unit. When Malik's out there and doing pick and rolls, Sasha can spot up. And that's what Sasha does. He is an amazing shooter. So in that sense, the game should slow down a little bit for him. And I would expect him to catch on a little quicker. All right. Michael wants to know who should be the starting lineup for shooting guard. Herder is struggling right now. I don't see any way in the world Herder does not start on Wednesday against the Jazz. You know, the one thing that Mike Brown, he's pretty loyal to right. his lineups. Now, last year, I know that. 
Murray didn't start at the beginning of the season, correct? But that that that's a, a, a different situation. Kevin Herter, to me, is going to start, but he's going to have a short leash. And when Duarte yes. gets healthy, and by the way, for the record, I don't think Chris Duarte is your answer as a starting shooting guard in the NBA. That's just me. No. Maybe I'm wrong. But Mike Brown is going to give Herter an opportunity to solidify that job. And it's up to Kevin beginning next Wednesday. I would be surprised, Ryan, if he does not start in week in game one. I'd be surprised, too. And Kevin's earned it. I mean, he, that is yep. his job for all intents and purposes. I don't think he stood out um, amongst the other shooting guards and looked any worse than anybody else. So I think he gets the start. Like you said, the question is how long he stays on the court. Now, you talk about Duarte. Once he gets healthy, I mean – if Herter's struggling from the offensive end, because that's where his strength is at, it's the offensive end. Duarte, you know, if he can bring just a little bit of what Herter does, but then he brings a lot more on the defensive end, I could see Mike Brown making that change because that's something the Kings starting lineup really has not had in the last year. All right. Uh, I'm going to mess with my computer here a little bit. All right. What do you think uh, about this question? At what time do you start worrying about Kevin Herter? Uh, 25 games into the season, you got to get his legs into him. You got to let him get his legs under him. Um, you know, get that first run as they say. And, uh, if the shot's not falling and he is really not producing on the offensive end and not doing the little things as well, if he's not picking up rebounds, getting assists, then that's when you start to worry. Because even when Kevin struggled last year, Grant, he still did the little things for the Kings that don't show up on the stat sheets. All right, we really appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, Ryan and I are going to be coming at you a lot this year, uh, beginning next Wednesday with pregame, halftime, postgame. Jerry is going to join us a lot uh, during these shows. Jerry, <coughs> excuse me, also will be on Wednesdays at 4 o'clock. Uh, so each and every week, plus during game nights, Jerry is really excited to be able to join us. He still loves uh, the Kings and the NBA, oh, so yeah. we're really happy to have him. Be sure and subscribe. If you have not subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. It's not like you're you owe us money or you're going to get you know inundated with emails. No, you'll just know that when Ryan and I and Jerry do a show, you'll be aware of it. So if you have not yet subscribed, please subscribe and give us a thumbs up. Hit the like button if you would. Uh, we really appreciate that. All right, people talking about James Harden. They said uh, I read Shams uh, uh, Sharnia said that it was for personal reasons. Here, here's the deal with James Harden. I always like to give athletes the benefit of the doubt when they're away from a team for personal reasons, because they're human beings and they have problems just like we do. Okay. Uh, they could have a, a, their spouse getting ready to have surgery. They could have a, a big family issue. They could have something going on that you and I would probably take off work under cer similar circumstances. Sure. But I also will say with James Harden, it's only natural to be skeptical because of his disdain and what he has said publicly about Philadelphia and Daryl Morey. So it seems a little odd to me. That's all I'm going to say. And here's the other issue. Why is it that today on Thursday, we're only hearing about personal reason when he hasn't been there since Sunday? I would think if he missed practice on Monday for personal reasons, the team would have won a squashed it right away and said, James Harden's not a practice for personal reasons. Now, later in the week on Thursday, we're hearing about personal reasons. That doesn't add up to me. 
Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. The team initially came out and said, or there were reports that they had no idea where he was at the first day of practice that he missed. Um, yep. You know, if this is Harrison Barnes, if this is Keegan Murray, um, even if they weren't getting along with the organization, then maybe they get the benefit of the doubt. It could have been handled better on maybe both ends. But this is a guy that skips out on his team to go to Vegas in the season. He He's one of those guys that just his commitment to the team with the way he keeps his body in shape in the offseason has been called into the question far too many times. So your mind only helps, but can't help but go there, Grant. All right, here's an interesting question about the Kings rebounding. I see a trend in the Kings preseason games that I don't want to see in the regular season, and that is getting out rebounded, how the Kings improve on that. Well, we're going to find out early on because of the lineups that the Kings are facing against the Jazz and the Warriors. And we saw what happened in the playoff series last year with Kavon Looney, who did not play last night. They they owned, right? They absolutely, or I don't think he played last night. They owned the Kings on the boards. And I think that's a very good text. They are going to have to get better in that department. Yeah, they have to get better. But at the same time, how do you improve on the rebounding? You make shots. I mean, the Kings are not making a ton of shots from beyond the three-point line, hovering around that 30% mark. And they're taking 93, 94 games. So they got to start yep. making shots. That'll help. All right. Help me out with this question. It's from Dog. What's your one surprise team from each conference this year? In the West, I'm going to go Oklahoma City. Okay. I, I think that they are going to be uh, pretty good. And in the East, I'm going to go Indiana because I thought Indiana was really rolling last year until Tyrese Halliburton injured himself. I like their lineup, and I think they're going to be a surprise team in the East. Okay, I like that. Um, in the West, I'm going to go with Utah. Um, I love Walker Kessler. I think he is an amazing, amazing young talent, really anchors that front court for Utah. You still got Jordan Clarkson coming back. They gave the Kings fits. All last year, if they can come out and still play that same brand of basketball, watch for them to make a little bit of noise. Eastern Conference, although it's not a surprise technically because they were in the NBA Finals last year, I got to go Miami again. Everybody thinks that, you know, they didn't get Dame, so Miami didn't retool. That team is still there for the most part. So I think Miami is still a team to watch for. Any team that has Eric Spolstra behind the range, you got Jimmy Butler still playing almost in his prime. I think they're going to be fun to watch and we'll be hanging around towards the postseason. This team's not going to be in the playoffs, but I got to tell you, I've actually enjoyed seeing the highlights of Victor Wembanyama with the Spurs yes. in this preseason. Yes, yeah. It, 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 how impressive is that to you, Grant, for a player that stop, plays his style in a Popovich offense as a rookie? Very surprising. And I think the issue with him is going to be attrition with his body. And I just look at him and I don't, I don't think it's – going to be able to stand up to the rigors of a full season. And I think the Spurs will manage that. <clears throat> but there, there's no question he's got all the tools in the toolbox, doesn't he? Oh, it, quick release, rises up over anybody, uh, plays a little bit style like a Durant, not a Durant, but plays that style on the perimeter. So mm -hmm. he's got pretty much everything you can ask for. And you get Coach Pop as your first coach in the NBA. Come on, come on. All right, we got some football tonight with Jacksonville and the – New Orleans Saints down in Nola. And, uh, Jacksonville's been very hard to figure out this year. They have been very up Tricky. and down. Yeah, They have been up and down. It's as the offense goes, you don't know what team's going to show up. But it seems like to me they're starting to figure it out slowly. And I, I think this is a Jacksonville game. 
I, I think they take it. Derek Carr, who has been very impressive, in my opinion, playing through an AC joint I injury. I don't know if anybody has ever hurt their AC joint. That is incredibly painful. So I think it's going to be a fun game in, in division. Well, you know, Carr's playing, whereas Deshaun Watson, who has a very similar injury, who's been cleared medically, can't get on the field. But they're only paying him a guaranteed two hundred and thirty million. So let's not let's not expect too much from Deshaun Watson. What a joke that is. Well, Grant, he has a micro tear. He has a micro tear, Grant. That, that, that's a big deal in the uh, rotator cuff, you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And what's that do for a team? We talked about it last week with their tight end, David and Joku. Yeah. So, really hard. All right. You and I had a great lunch at Bennett's a couple of weeks ago, and then uh, I went there. Uh, the I actually was at Bennett's three or four times over the last uh, couple of weeks, and I went to uh, dinner with my son at the location on Howe and Fair Oaks, and of course was with Jerry at Roseville, their location on Eureka and Lead Hill. But this Bennett's West Side Grill, Ryan, you and I were there. It is awesome. And I just oh, yeah. encourage everyone to go check it out at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. I love the ambiance and the energy in there. You get the great Bennett's food, uh, prime seafood and steak. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. That's Bennett'sRestaurants.com to make a reservation or more. They'll, uh, I mean, I could go there every day. That place is um, awesome. Me too. And and don't leave out, Grant, the fact that the new Bennett's that you were talking about has a beautiful private dining room. Oh, if you have yes. a group event or, you know, a special birthday with a larger group, place to go for sure. And they have a great patio as well. So they have a great yeah. patio area at Bennett's too. And I, I want to say this, and I, I'm not saying this for me. I'm saying it because it means a lot to see our sponsors be rewarded and their business enhanced because they're on with Ryan and I, or Ryan and me. Um, Brian Bennett came up to me and has talked about all of the people that have come up to him or his coworkers who have told them that they are there because they listen to me and Bennett supports this show and they want to support Bennett's. And that means the world to me that you people are loyal enough not only to join us here on YouTube and on my audio platforms, but that you're like, hey, I'm going to support the people that support Grant and Ryan. That means the world to me. And so I want to say thank you because Brian, every time I see Brian, he comes up to me to tell me about people that have visited their restaurants because of this show. So thank you. That means the world to me. Thank you very much. Amen, Grant. And just to add to that really quick, it's not even people that have visited, people that have visited multiple times. Yes. How many times do people put in the chat, oh, I went back and had this. So thank you guys very, very much for all your support. And it means a lot to me. And I'm not going to lie, I'm self-employed now. All right. I don't have a salary. What I make, I make by doing these shows. That's my source of income now. I don't have any other source of income. So the, re the way I'm able to live is through sponsorships. But I want the sponsorships to work for the companies that sponsor us. So again, enough on that, but thank you very much for you just saying, hey, I support you, Grant, and I'm gonna support these businesses. So thank you very much. All right, so I love this one. I was at the game last night wearing my Scal jersey. There were probably like 100 Kings fans there growing up in San Jose via Sacramento in the mid 2000s. There were hardly any Warriors fans around. Yeah, I understand. That was a period of time when the Kings dominated uh, Northern California. 
I love Scal. I'm, I root for Scal every day. He's one of the finest people that I've met in all my years of covering the NBA. And so I, I'm grateful for that. And when Scal got traded back to Sacramento, my son, who works for the Kings uh, in the equipment uh, room, Scal walked up to my son and said, hey, make sure you tell your dad I said hi. Thank you, That's Scal. Awesome. Love you, buddy. I, love Scal. I love that. You know, love Scal. Awesome. Uh, all right. So next week, I'm not going to do it tonight, but next week, you and I, which maybe Jerry, on Wednesday at 4 o'clock leading up to the Jazz game, I want to get your prediction on how you think this season's going to go. So let's okay. wait till we get past tonight's game. Wednesday at four o'clock next week, we'll do the show with Jerry and we'll forecast. We'll do, and I'm going to do my podcast on a, on a Kings preview coming up, but I want you to think about this. I know you gave me a number a couple of weeks ago, but now that we've watched preseason and now that we're only a couple of days away from opening night, I want to revisit that. That's going to be All next right. week. I look forward to it. I think it's a great idea. I've got my homework written down. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the NFL. Injuries are starting to take hold around the National Football League. No Jimmy Garoppolo this week for the Raiders. Yeah, I got to tell you, I think the Raiders have been better than I thought. I got to give them credit. I, I did not think they would be at this point uh, of the season. I thought they would win maybe six games this year, but th they look better than that. Yeah, they do. And it, Grant, they've lost a couple games that they were right in. They, they mm -hmm. could have a better record than they do now. I mean, certainly the turmoil around Josh McDaniels or Raiders fans wanting to see him out. But I think they're doing the best that they can with a with a tough hand, to be honest. Yep. All right. So, again, no Jimmy Garoppolo. And you look at the standings right now. And, you know, the Raiders, they're right in there. They're in second place right now at three and three. So you, you have to say, wow, okay, 500 through six games, but now they go to Chicago, which is a very winnable game. No Justin Fields. I think without yep. Jimmy Garoppolo, you should go in there and win that game. Yeah, they they were able to play with him with or without him before, close one out against the Pats. So I, I think they'll be able to get that. The kid for Chicago that's starting, first NFL start. So the Raiders should take advantage of that. Mad Max should take advantage of that. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash grant all right san francisco uh, they had a couple of bad injuries last week be interesting to see uh where they're at as they have monday night football this week at minnesota yeah, a game San Francisco should roll. I mean, let's be honest, even if McCaffrey does not play, Debo doesn't play, 
But, um, you know, look for them to get back on track. Grant, they just have so many different ways that they can beat you. And when one guy goes out, another one steps in. And don't take for granted what they did in Cleveland. That's a good yeah. Cleveland defense in a 10 a.m. game. So that was a big win for them. All right, Cody wants to know what's your thoughts on their game against Arizona. It's in Seattle. Uh, I do not like it. Arizona is another team that plays Seattle very well, especially in Seattle. I'm hopeful, though, that the Seahawks kind of get that losing taste out of their mouth after a really good game with Cincinnati. I thought the Seahawks played well. I know we touched on that, but um, I, I think Seahawks ultimately win, but not by a lot. I have not done my picks yet. I got to do my picks. Have you done your picks for this week? I have not. I have not, my friends. Well, what are you waiting for? Uh, I'm waiting for you. I, I got right, well, to try to catch go. up. All right. I, I got I got New Orleans tonight. I just put them. I got I'm picking Las Vegas. I'm doing this as we speak. Uh, Cleveland uh, at Indianapolis. I'm going to go with Indianapolis, uh, even though Cleveland's got a tremendous defense. I, I like the Colts at home. I don't know why. Now, nah, you know what? I'm going to switch that up. I'm going to go with now. Nah, I'm not. Screw screw the mistake on the lake. All right, Buffalo is at New England. I'm going Buffalo there. I don't think the line is huge. I don't care. Yeah. New England's pathetic. Uh, Washington will win at the Giants, so I'm taking them. Uh, Tampa Bay is at home against Atlanta. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'm not even looking at the point spreads, by the way. I'm just picking games. All right, Detroit at Baltimore. This is an interesting That's game. That's a tough one. Tough. That one. is tough. You know, I'm looking at. I will look at the line here. Uh, Detroit's getting three. I will go. You know what? I'm going to take Detroit if I can. Come on. There we go. All right. Pittsburgh is at the Rams. Uh, I'll go with the Rams there. I think Pittsburgh's been so disappointing this year. All right. We have Arizona and Seattle. I'm going with your Seahawks, buddy. All right. I'm going to give right. up. The, it's eight points. Too many. Too much, huh? Too many. Too many. I would take the Cardinals. All right. I'm going with Seattle. Uh, bad loss. I thought they played well against Cincinnati. I expect them to go home yeah. and, and play very well. Uh, Denver uh, is home to Green Bay. I'm going to take Green Bay. Uh, Kansas City and the Chargers. I'm going to go with uh, the Chiefs there. Philly is at home against Miami. This is a hell of a game with Philly coming off a loss. Miami, yes, um, you know, I'm going to go with the experience of Philadelphia. Miami is getting two and a half points. San Francisco and Minnesota Vikings, a home dog by seven points. What do you think about that? That's seven I, points. That's a lot of points in a game like that. I, I think that's fair with Minnesota's defensive struggles. Kirk cousins, not having a ton of weapons. Yep. Is, is Jefferson in this week? I think he's still out, right? Grant. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna, so yeah, I'm, picking, I'm gonna pick San Francisco in this game. I think that they're going to, their defense will win this game. Yep. I I'm with you there. All right, and I, I think you have Philadelphia, I'm going to pick Philadelphia, the final score of 31 to 28 Eagles in that game. Okay, um, so I'm going to I'm gonna do just one pick right now since you yeah. ran down, and I'm going to go opposite of you. I'm going to go Chargers over the Chiefs. I've really? Not been very, yep, I've not been impressed with how the Chiefs' offense has looked. Defense has struggled at times. I think the Chargers are due for a win. The Chargers have been playing decent football. Another week that fingers healthier for Justin Herbert. Give me the Chargers. Wow. How about that? Got the Chargers over Kansas City. Give Man. me the Chargers. San wow. Diego. Super Chargers. Right. Uh, well, I, I hate to do this. Every week I always pick the same team. The team that's going to score the fewest points, I got the Giants and their prevent offense. <laughs> Uh, safe pick, Grant. Safe <laughs> pick, my friend. Are they bringing another guy off the couch by chance? How great was that with Justin Pugh? You know, that was great. Was that a classic or what? Uh, it was right, so my, good. 
Michael's got uh, this score of 31 to 24. The Dolphins win against Philly. I could see okay. that. Right. You know, I could see I that. see that. Definitely. Uh, I am taking Green Bay. Patrick wants to know. Uh, 49ers cover Jefferson on the IR. I would agree with you. I think they're, they're going to have trouble scoring against that defense. You know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and, and time of possession, too. I, I just don't see the Vikings sustaining long drives. Niners, they're going to drive at will. All right, we got a lot of people there. Uh, and we got Cody saying he's got Lamar. Who is he throwing to? Lions win even without Montgomery. I got to mm-hmm. tell you, Dan Campbell's doing a hell of a job there in Motel. Hell of a job. He, he is yeah. doing a great job. Changed the culture completely. Uh, John wants to know about Flash. They have not yet signed Flash. Uh, the oh. reason for that, his foot speed is not quite to the level of Evan Neal, their right tackle. They're working on Flash currently right now in the backyard. He is a projected three to four days away from being able to outrun Evan Neal in a 40. So that's close. It's coming. That is close. What was his signing bonus? A couple heads of lettuce and a cucumber? <laughs> yeah. Broccoli. No, he broccoli. Eats a, uh, Thank you. I, I feed flesh a lot of broccoli. Okay. Yes. Lettuce and broccoli. Yes. Lettuce and broccoli. I wonder why turtles live to 100 years. <laughs> we should be taking notes, my friend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so uh, we got football tonight. We got the Kings tonight. Are you going to – we, we go back and forth and I'll be yeah. keeping my eye on mostly the football preseason basketball doesn't do it for me. If you're Sacramento though, you better hope you don't have any injuries tonight. That is priority. Number one, Grant, no injuries. Um, and, and I want to see him shoot the ball a little bit well, or a little bit better than they have. Yeah. I mean, that's not asking too much grant shooting the ball does not change from preseason to regular season. How is Jerry doing as of late? I had lunch with Jerry just recently and he's going to be joining us right here on Wednesdays at four o'clock and then a lot of half times, some post games. So you're going to see Jerry a lot right here on If You Don't Like That. I am excited. I know that Ryan's pumped up. Uh, the one and only Jerry Reynolds will be joining us a lot this year. The Jerryisms, And he's got new equipment, right, Rhino? So I don't think you're going to have to yeah. help him get online, correct? I, I sure hope not. I mean, I, I know how to get to his house without MapQuest anymore, so... <laughs> That's good. But uh, I'll tell you what, between the two of you, when you guys get back together, I'm the one taking notes, wanting to write a book because your guys' stories are legendary. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, if you have any uh, issues with plumbing, just go to New Works Plumbing. They are going to be there for you 24-7, sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Again, sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing, available 24 Four seven. Who are you picking tonight? I think I already asked you, but um, my when you get old, you forget things. Who are you picking? Jacksonville yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Jacksonville tonight. I, I think yeah. Trevor Lawrence is going to have a good one. Yeah, I, I think the Saints to me are. I give them credit for the way they're playing. I mean, sure. I think they're in a very weak division, but I give them credit for where they're at. Yeah, I'd like to see them use Taysom Hill a little bit more. I know they've been throwing him in, but that guy's a hell of a football player. Yeah, I think who was the analyst that compared him to uh, one of the great players in the history of football? I can't remember. <laughs> it oh. was, um, gosh, I can't remember. But it was kind of funny. Uh, incredible. Absolutely. Oh, and they All had right. to walk it back. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I see the Bills win 42 to 10. I could see the Bills beat the Patriots 42 to 10. I don't, you never know what Bill's team is going to show up. I mean, yeah. and you could say that about a lot of the teams towards the top of the NFL, but it, it's just too much. And when I look at Bill Belichick, he's still Bill Belichick. 
everybody else outside of New England, they're causing the noise. New England's just fine with Bill Belichick. So I, I think it's going to be closer than that. All right, here's your partner, Jamal Williams, activated off IR today, and Kamara is rolling. I say your partner, for those that are not aware, why don't you tell everyone what you're doing with Sea uh, Dog here once a week? Yeah, absolutely. We started the sixth Kings podcast. So 16 years since the Kings made the playoffs. That ended last year. Now they're 16 playoff wins away from winning a championship. So I know there's a little bit of space between those yeah. two, but we want to document that journey. So every uh, Tuesday, join us. We'll be in the afternoon. Then you can also find the podcast on all of your major podcast platforms. And remember, Connor, let's go, buddy. Energy. Pumped up. Let's go. <laughs> Roll your sleeves up to their freaking neck. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, I would agree with you about Trent Williams. He's a guy on the 49ers that they, they've got to have, Garrison. You are absolutely right. I think he's key to making that offense go along with Christian McCaffrey. I mean, when you have a solid left tackle, boy, what a phenomenal situation that is for a quarterback. So I think you're right, Garrison. Yeah, Garrison, spot on. New York Giants, uh, case in point, last week. Oh, boy. You're going to try to ruin my yeah. night here by no, talking about great. the offensive line? Well, Grant, you guys were still in the game. I mean, I as a Giants fan, how are you feeling when you're watching that? Uh, I'll tell you how I was feeling. I was actually hoping that they would lose because their season is over. And at this point, I'm willing to forfeit the season to get a really high draft pick. I, I hate to say that, but they're not going to the playoffs. They're a lost year. I'd rather try to hit a home run in the draft and win a couple of games here and there. Yeah, and you're and if that happens, you're only a year removed from the playoffs. So you're getting maybe a yep. San Antonio where you get a really good player and get a quick restart. All right, Michael says happy for the uh, Jags being four and two, uh, especially two years ago when the Jags had a trash coach with Urban Meyer. Uh, oh. Doug Peterson is much better. Well, yeah, Doug Peterson is much better. And listen, when I said I expect Jacksonville to be better, I'm talking about the way they've played. I, I They've been sketchy in a couple of games. So they yeah. have had some really good wins, too. I'm not knocking them. But I, I want to see them – tonight, I, I want to see them take control of this game. I just picked them. I want to see. Short week on the road. I want to see how they do tonight. Yep. Show, show Grant that team that came back in the second half of the playoffs against the Chargers. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we've got NFL tonight. We got the Kings. You are saying don't play the Kings starters too much tonight. That's where I, you're at, correct? Yeah, I, I'm not playing the Kings starters too much. Let Colby Jones get some extended run out uh -huh. there. Let Davion get some extended run um, and, and let him go. Get get Javel against Walker Kessler and yep. just see what happens. You might find something if you're Mike Brown. You know, Colby Jones has looked good. He has. He He's looked really good, especially for – I know he – should have been first round, but second round pick. And um, I'm impressed actually with the defense that he's playing. And you know, that's going to earn him minutes with Mike Brown, or at least try to get him into that rotation. You're spot on about that. The The, the only concern, and I'm not going to, I'm using this as a, as an example, defense is great, but you've got to be able to contribute offensively with the way the game is played now. You just can't be a defensive specialist. You've got to be able to do more. And that's why I was so encouraged to see what Mitchell did offensively last mm -hmm. night. He doesn't have to be great offensively. He doesn't have to be good offensively. He just has to be adequate, average, you know. And if Colby Jones, you're right about his defense. If he can do that, you're right. Mike Brown's going to have him on the floor. Yep. Uh, Kessler Edwards, point, in, point right there. He got minutes right when he came from Brooklyn because he was yep. playing defense. 
All right. I can't wait. Next Wednesday, again, Jerry will be on with us at 4 o'clock. Yes. We'll have our Kings preview show leading up to the first game uh, at Salt Lake City. So that is going to be uh, next Wednesday. Right, I'll leave it to you. Some final thoughts, my friend? Yeah, Kimball, thank you so much. If I did not say with the podcast, Connor and I are doing the podcast together. So he said I left that out. But uh, have fun. Watch the football game tonight. Take the Kings game with a grain of salt. And uh, enjoy another great football weekend, Grant. You too. Connor, I want to get to this. Any teams this year that you say have little to no chance of making a playoff, seems like not too many teams are that bad. I think Portland is one of those teams. Okay. I don't think Portland has any chance of going to the play-in or very little. And I think San Antonio, I know they have Victor Wembenyama, but I, I look at their roster and in the West, I just don't see it. So for me, those are the two teams that I'm looking at. What about you? Oh, man. Um, off the top of my head, probably the Brooklyn Nets. I, I, I just don't think they, they're kind of restarting out there again. Um, Easter Conference, a little bit easier than the West, but I think Brooklyn will be left out. I think out of the group that you said, I think Portland has the best chance of coming in and actually trying to make the play in with Scoot. And uh, they get Chris Murray. He's a spot shooter, much like Keegan. So I, I think Portland could maybe make a little noise. All right, an update. Ninth inning, uh, Philly and Arizona tied at one apiece. Pretty much a game that Arizona uh, has to win. Appreciate it, buddy. And I'm looking forward to uh, our show on Wednesday as we debut 2023-24 with the one and only Jerry Reynolds. Can't wait, Naves. Thank you so much. All right, good stuff there from Rhino. And check out uh, his podcast that he has with Sea uh, Dog as well. Love having you on here. Thank you very much for your support. And I really mean this. It means the world to me that you support our sponsors. So I mean that. Thank you very much. Hey, have a good evening. You got a lot to choose from. The Kings, uh, Major League Baseball. You got the NFL. There's something for everyone. All right, appreciate you joining us right here on If You Don't Like That. So long, everybody.